Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Firstly, a well done to you. For those who have marched against Israel's onslaught against Gaza, for those who've written to their MPs, for those who've posted about what's going on using whatever platform, however big or small you have, sharing videos, articles, not least platforming voices from Gaza itself, whatever you've done, no matter how big nor small, the pressure is paying off. Now, our government arms and supports Israel. That's why we are directly complicit in what's currently unfolding in Gaza, the horror, and that's without even talking about the historic role of British colonialism in the Middle East in all of this. Now, we want to force the government's position to change away from the unquestioning support of Israel. That's the very least that we're fighting for in the current in the current calamity. And the first step to doing that is to force the Labour opposition to abandon its support for a military onslaught which has killed over 7,000 people, including over 2,700 kids, with many others trapped under the rubble. Now, communications have been blocked in Gaza. The fear has to be now that the worst um, is to come. Now, at the moment, the Conservatives know they have carte blanche to let basically Israel do whatever it wants because the opposition isn't putting it under any pressure. Now, if the opposition did take a stand, it would galvanise public opinion um, because the polling shows overwhelming support for a ceasefire, just needs leadership to give it, to put pressure on the government. Um, And... So Labour changing its stance, some people go, well, it's the opposition, why does it matter? Because it will put massive pressure on the government, given where public opinion is currently at. Now, because of people like those watching or listening to this, Keir Starmer is now under huge pressure with a big revolt in the Labour Party. Before I talk through that revolt, here's, here I was on Storm Huntley's show on Channel 5, discussing Starmer's support for war crimes and deceit over it, which is what triggered this revolt in the first place. Well, it's important to say he lied there, by the way. I know we're saying he clarified his comments, but what he said, and we can hear with our own ears, is he said Israel has the right to cut off water and electricity. He then went on to talk about international law, but he either, as a human rights lawyer, slightly unfortunate, either real his lack of understanding of international law, which prohibits collective punishment, that's Article 3 of the Geneva Convention, or, or he was being dishonest. Um, so when he then later said, he never said that Israel had the right to cut off water and electricity, it is important as journalists that we don't allow politicians to gaslight people and pretend they didn't say things that they did. They, he did say that. Um, in terms of his position now, look, what, what we're seeing is a grave war crime and we're seeing collective punishment, uh, thousands of people dead, many of them children, under rubble. There's a thousand people that believe trapped under rubble. We don't know if they're alive or dead. Um, the mass destruction of the health system there, which is imploding, people drinking from IV drips because they don't have any clean water anymore. The fact that the Labour Party is unable to to call for a ceasefire, to call for the violence to end, is, in my view, a moral catastrophe. And if you look at the polling, only 3% of people in this country oppose an immediate ceasefire, which is the same number, by the way, who think the earth is flat. But that is the position of the Labour Party and the Conservatives. Now, more than 20 Labour councillors have resigned in protest. The party's lost control of Oxford City Council as a consequence, in fact. Nearly a quarter of Labour MPs have called for a ceasefire, including two front benches, which they're not actually supposed to be allowed to do, um, but neither have been fired. 
uh, striking that they're both uh, Muslim Labour front benches. I think the Labour leadership realises how much fury there is in the Muslim community, obviously way beyond the Muslim community. Many non-Muslims, myself included, who are furious about what's currently happening, but it would be seen as a massive, massive FU in a very febrile circumstance. I mean, we had Keir Starmer visiting an Islamic centre in the most manipulative way possible, leading to that centre issuing a statement condemning him and expressing their dismay for how that visit was manipulated. But the leadership keeps refusing to support a ceasefire. They keep calling for things like more humanitarian aid, which is just PR for them. It's just reputational damage limitation. It's a nonsense. The cause of the humanitarian catastrophe is the violence. And the idea that you can effectively distribute aid when such a tiny strip of land is being pummeled by a military superpower is completely and utterly deranged. So what, you know, what they did is wait for the US and the Conservatives to shift to call for a humanitarian pause or humanitarian pauses to allow an aid. This is also a nonsense because what that means is pause the bombing, get the aid in, then what, bomb the aid and bomb the people using the aid, killing them all over again. Now, in any case, what's happening because of the pressure built up by people like yourselves, the, the dam is bursting. Uh, Sadiq Khan, the Labour mayor of London, has come out to call for a ceasefire. Um, and that has been followed by Anna Sarwar, the Scottish Labour leader um, as well. Andy Burnham, the mayor of Greater Manchester, as well as uh, other local mayors in Manchester as well. Um, there have been talk of resignations on the Labour front bench about Khan. Well, a few journalists has actually been covering this um, story with, I would say, integrity, um, spoke of resignations, um, p potential resignations. Overnight, at least two shadow ministers were considering resigning today or this weekend over Keir Starmer not calling for a ceasefire. A source close to the situation told me that as soon as one set down, um, more would immediately follow, but that now has been postponed apparently because of the likes of um, Sadiq Khan and others coming out again in, in favour of a ceasefire, so they think they're winning. I think that's cowardice. Obviously, if they resigned, that would make it much more likely to put more pressure on the Labour leadership. But I think maybe time, time, to, time to find a backbone and maybe prioritise saving um, innocent people from a catastrophe rather than your own ministerial careers. And anyway, in any case, you can't, this can't be dismissed as the left. Um, the Labour leadership is completely out of sync with the vast majority of Labour voters and members. Now, this whole crisis is a case study in just how deceitful and duplicitous Keir Starmer actually is. Back, as the New Statesman notes, in 2015, when he was selected as Labour candidate for a seat, he was on a he was on a he spoke on a panel of the Camden Palestinian Solidarity Campaign. I mean, the idea he didn't go go anywhere near that now is absurd. In front of a slogan, "Kick Israeli racism out of FIFA." In the 2020 uh, campaign video uh, he had to convince members to vote for him to become leader, uh, it featured protesters waving Palestinian flags. Now, pledge four of his leadership campaign put human rights at the heart of foreign policy. Where do you even begin? Now, given the level of deceit underpinning his entire leadership campaign, the abandonment of all his key promises, he is, though, certain to become prime minister. The Conservatives have destroyed themselves. But I just believe that the sheer level of dishonesty and duplicity will at some point have to collide with political reality. Now, pressure has to be placed on Labour, not simply to back a ceasefire, but to address the underlying causes of this entire horror. Now, I spoke about that earlier on Channel 5. Leadership from Labour, that's what Labour needs to be offering right now, leadership. And that means not pretending that the horrors that we're witnessing began on 7th of October. That means dealing with the Agreed. underlying problem 
which is what's happened to the Palestinian people, which is which is which is what the UN tried to to say and and has been criticised quite heavily. Well, that just that. shows how extreme the Israeli government is, and they are extremely. Um, I mean, they've got overtly far right ministers in that government, including Benjamin Netanyahu. The United Nations Secretary General made it clear that you cannot address this without dealing with the occupation illegally of Palestinian land, the 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 the, the, the siege of Gaza that's been going on, obviously, for so long, uh, the apartheid, which has been defined by human rights organisations, the deprivation of the right of Palestinians to basic rights at the hands of an illegal Israeli occupation. What was asked? A ceasefire, then what? So I spoke about that as well. The, the cause of the humanitarian disaster is a military superpower pummeling a densely concentrated area the size of East London with thousands and thousands of bombs. Could we and, and, just get until, back to Owen, Owen, ceasefire, we just get back to my Then we won't, get, we won't end the Okay, let's say they give them a ceasefire. Then what? None of you are saying what happens when there is a ceasefire. You, sorry, this, what, what do you want Emily, to happen at that point? You think Hamas is just going to come out waving a white no, flag? Uh, hold on. What we, do you want to happen? Uh, we want to end the underlying basis of why we're in this mess in the first place, which is the decades-old oppression of the Palestinian people. The, the fact okay, that they've been get, occupied and besieged by their right to a nation. Now, don't just listen to me, listen to that well-known lefty subversive John Soros, the former MI5 head, who says that Israel must know that destroying Hamas is beyond its reach. Lots I don't agree with in the Financial Times article he's written, but it makes the point that military solution to Hamas is not going to happen. Look, I mean, it's just, just look at any precedent. I mean, Iraq was a striking example where it was claimed that Saddam Hussein was in cahoots with Al-Qaeda, which was a nonsense. It took the invasion of Iraq to turn uh, Iraq into a playground for Al-Qaeda. And then you got the rise of Al-Qaeda and then a massive counterinsurgency campaign against them in the 2000s. Um, and, you know, they were defeated, supposedly, but there's a lack of imagination there because they were replaced by something which was even more extreme, ISIS, which then conquered large swathes of Syria and Iraq. And again, you had a massive counterinsurgency in Mosul, which devastated Mosul, had thousands of deaths. Um, and the clear difference there is, you know, Mosul was occupied. I mean, the, the level of public acquiescence in Mosul for ISIS was much lower because we're talking here in the case of decades of occupation and a much, you know, more entrenched context in that sense. Now, people keep talking about the hostages, about the need to rescue the hostages. That's why there can't be a ceasefire. They are, I mean, I just don't even know how to engage with that. But do people really, really think that hostages are going to be rescued if gas is flattened? If people want to call and support a mili this military onslaught, then find some other rationales, which at least make some sort of logical sense. You don't really think the hostages are going to be saved, do you, if Gaza is invaded and flattened? Um, you know, obviously, we we don't know for sure, but in terms of because it's Hamas, but Hamas um, have claimed that several of those hostages have already been killed. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, it is credible, given the thousands of bonds which have been dropped on a tiny strip of land. But in any case, a prisoner exchange has to be a basis for saving those hostages. There are many Palestinians who are incarcerated without trial, including children. We have to talk about that. It's not going to be popular, but we have to talk about that. Um, as well as, frankly, you know, the mass, in terms of ground invasion, I know people aren't thinking, in terms of the establishment, about the worth of Palestinian human life, but they do matter to some of us. And already nearly six times as many Palestinians um, have died in the last few weeks um, as Israelis who were killed by Hamas, which at the beginning of all of this particular episode. And that will only multiply, obviously, with more devastating airstrikes and ground invasion, Not without even talking about a possible regional conflict with all, all the mass death and misery. There has to be a political solution. Now, the massacre was um, that is going on was defended on the basis of self-defence, um, but no one would ever say, well, the mass slaughter of Palestinians over the years. The fact 96% of Palestinians um, in the last 15 years before this October were Palestinians. People wouldn't say, well, they, well, they have to do something. They have to do something, don't they? And so, you know, why you, the facts, you can't even make that argument, you know. So, so you know, why the, the argument is always the occupier must have the right to self-defense, but the occupied can never have the right to that self-defense. If they're attacked and they try and respond, people go, no, that's not the way. This is violence. You can't possibly do that. But if Israel launches a military assault, wiping out huge numbers of people, then that's seen as justified and self-defense. Now, it was put to me that Hamas want to wipe Israel out the uh, off the map, and that's why uh, there can be no lasting peace. Here's how I answered that. Hamas, I've condemned Hamas until I'm blue in the face. It's obviously never good enough. There's only one wiping out the other at the moment, and that's Israel wiping out Gaza. Hamas does not have the capacity and never will to wipe out Israel. It's just not true. And why did so many Palestinians get driven into the arms of Hamas? Because the peaceful, fat, uh, when Fatah, though it's secular organisation, abandoned the armed struggle and embraced the peaceful route, they got nothing in exchange for it. And the desperation okay. of so many in Gaza drove people into the hands of Hamas. And actually, a lot of evidence suggests Benjamin Netanyahu promoted Hamas and, and Haaretz, an Israeli newspaper, has a lot of evidence to suggest okay. that, to well, divide the national movement. That's what's important. I'm going to go back. I mean, that is the point, really, that I think is the, the nub of the issue, which is that it's Israel at the moment which has occupied and oppressed the Palestinian people for decades that is at the root of this catastrophe. Now, the final point that I would want to make is we've been here before. Actually, lots of people out there remember Iraq, and it was New Labour who brought us into Iraq. They browbeat us at the time. If you oppose the Iraq war, you're basically a stooge of Saddam Hussein. Um, and it was a catastrophe. And Afghanistan was a catastrophe. And Libya was a catastrophe. And, and people who opposed those disastrous interventions were all vilified at the time. And it's, we got nothing out of the vindication because of the horror that ensued. But this is the same thing all over again. I think this will be the undoing of Keir Starmer in the end. Not now. He'll become prime minister. But he promised in his leadership election to put human rights to the centre. That's interesting. All. There's no pleasure in vindication. All we have to show for that vindication is blood, blood and more blood. We know this is a catastrophe. I think many of us deep down in our bones know that 
a military onslaught continuing will only unleash more human misery and disaster. Pressure is paying off. We've got to keep building it. And this is a matter of life and death. Labour already buckling. I think we can build pressure to make them buckle and then we can work on making the government buckle. But it means we've got to keep marching. We've got to keep protesting. We've got to keep using our voices, social media, elsewhere, talking to people around us because otherwise... The consequences, well, we'll be paying for them for many generations to come. Please like and subscribe. Do keep the show on the road on patreon.com forward slash ownjones84. I'll speak to you in a bit.